Greetings and welcome back to TanakhStudy.com, the podcast program in which we study Parashat HaShavua over the course of six podcasts, broadcast during the week in which that parasha is being read. My name is Yitzchak Yat Shalom, and it's my delight to be studying the second half of Sefer Shemot with you. And we are now in the fifth podcast of Parashat Terumah, which details the structure and the main appurtenances of the Mishkan. Half, after having identified the main kilim in the Kodesh, the cover and the structure of the Kodesh, and the curtains which divide the Kodesh from the Kodesh Kodashim and for, perform sort of the function of an entrance into the Mishkan, we now come to the probably most important structure that's outside of the Mishkan, and that is the Mizbeach. The Asit Per Chavzayim Pasuk Aleph, again this is a short piece, eight Pesukim, the Asit HaMizbeach Ratzei Shitim. The Mizbeach should be made out of, again, acacia wood. All the wood used in the Mishkan is acacia wood. I'd say Shittim. Uh, however, this is a little bit of a problem because at the end of Matan Torah, at the end of Parshat Yitro, that, that scene, right after the Aserat wrote, we were given the laws of the Mizbeach, and the two kinds of Mizbachot that were given there as options were Mizbach Adama, a Mizbeach made out of earthen, earth, or a Mizbach Avanim, one made out of stones. And of course, most of the Mizbachot that we're familiar with, because they're the only ones that stand uh, for uh, long enough for us to find them, are Mizbachot of rock, of stone. And yet here, we're talking about making a Mizbach, we're told to make a Mizbach out of wood. So we'll see it's not exactly the case. Masita Mizbach Atsei Shitim, Chamesh Amot Orech, Chamesh Amot Rochav, so it's five amot long and five amot wide. In other words, a square. Rochav ravua yamizbeach. And then we're told that it is a square, which it already, we already know it's square, so we have to deal with that. V'shalosh amot komato. And it should be three amot high. So it's five amot squared, three amot high. That's the dimensions of the mizbeach. So some of the Farshim explain that ravua here means that the main emphasis and the main concern of the Mizbeach is that it be Ravua. In other words, 5 by 5 happens to be the Midot here, but later on in history we could build Mizbachot that are larger than that, and indeed the Mizbeach, both in Shlomo's Beit HaMikdash and in the second Beit HaMikdash, was significantly bigger than that. Uh, the record in the Mishnah is of 32 Amot square. Um, however, the main emphasis is that it be Ravua. And the word Ravua is put in there to say that's the main concern. Uh, the Nitziv points out that that will only work in our commentary here about the Mizbeach HaChitzon, the one that's outside in the courtyard. Later on, when we encounter the Mizbach HaKtorat or the Mizbeach HaZahav, the small Amah Ba'amah Mizbeach, uh, which again we're told is Ravua, uh, we'll, we will find that throughout history it's always kept to those dimensions. And then the question really begs itself, which is why mention Ravua? And his comment there is that it really has to be exactly squared off, and that means that there can't be an overlap. And imagine if you have something that's an Amah by an Amah, how do you deal with the corner to make sure that it really is exactly a square? And that's the focus there. We'll deal with that when we get to that parasha at the end of, ki, of, of Parashat Tetzavet. <clears throat> and we have the Mizbeach. Now, all Mizbachot that we're familiar with from the ancient Near East have capstones or corners. They're called kranot, horns, literally. Uh, and kranot and Mizbeach uh, serve uh, some interesting f- uh, functions. One is for the 
a place to daub blood of a korban. In some cases, we find individuals going and grabbing onto the horns of the Mizbeach to try to find sanctuaries, such as Yoav and Adoniyahu at the beginning of Sefer Malachim. Ve'asita karnotav, so you make its karnot. In other words, the text assumes you're going to make karnot. And now the question is just where. Al arba pinotav, on the four corners. Mimenu tiyana karnotav. However, the karnot have to be from it, meaning have to be fashioned from one piece of wood. And you don't add them on, just like we had with the parts of the menorah and just like we had with the kruvim, all coming out of one piece of gold, in this case out of one piece of wood. And now we started to see bronze being used at the end of the last chapter in putting the the, the uh, sockets for the wood that would hold up the masach at the door to the Mishkan. Now that we are on the outside, we're going to bronze. And so the um, the wood has to be plated, this entire wood has to be plated with bronze. These are all different kelim. What are the sirot? The sir is something, sirah is something like a, uh, like a shovel or something for the purposes of lidashen. We'll hear about the, the shunam Mizbeach at the beginning of Perek uh, Zion in, um, in Perek Vav in Vayikra. But lidashen means to clear out the ashes off the Mizbeach. V'ya'av, a ya'e is like a, the dustpin, so they collects it. Umizrakotav, Mizrakotav, the Mazrekot, which collect the dam and you throw the dam on the Mizbeach. Umizrakotav, it's a, like a big fork. Umachtotav, and a machta is a fire pan. These are all things going to be used for the Mizbeach. The sirot will be used as stated in order to clear the ashes off. The ya'av, or the ya'eh is going to be used in order to collect the deshen, the mazreik for the dam. The mazleg is going to be in order to turn meat over that's sitting on the mizbeach to get it burned up on the other side. And a machtot is to fire pans which will ultimately use, be used for the ketoret. L'chol kelav tasen choshet. All the kelim that are belong to the mizbeach hachitzon are made out of bronze. As opposed to, for instance, all of the kelim associated with the shulchan are made out of gold, and we have that same line there. Now, the word michbar is uh, a unique word. It only shows up in the context of the zbeach here and in the next parak. Um, sorry, michbar is a uh, is a, a boundary. Well, another word that's related to it, michbar, is a boundary. So we can have a boundary around it. Maase reshet nechoshet. Which is going to be made, Michbar is something like a, uh, like a sieve, uh, which is made like a net of bronze. So in other words, you're going to overlay bronze so that it crisscrosses and there's holes in it, and it's going to be on the side, Ve'asita al harashet, arbata bot nechoshet. You're going to put four rings, again of bronze, everything's bronze here, on the four corners of this reshet, which is going to go all around the Mizbeach, al arbat each corner. We'll see what that's for, but this should sound familiar from the Shulchan and the Aron. tachat karkov, that's the unique word, hamizbeach milamata. So where's this reshet going to go? It's going to go under the karkov. The karkov is another word for a rim. And karkov is a word that shows up here and tachat karkubo later on in, uh, in, in Parshat and it's a rim that goes around the Mizbeach. It's what we refer to as the Sovev, which is a step up 
that the Kohanim can walk on to go around the Mizbeach, and it marks off the lower part from the upper part of the wall of the Mizbeach, which is critical for issues of matan damim, of putting the blood. The Reshet goes up to half the Mizbeach. Now we're going to find out what this Reshet is for. You're going to make staves for the Mizbeach. Again, the staves are made out of acacia wood. And again, they're going to be plated with bronze. And it sounds very familiar. You're going to put the staves in the rings. And the, and the staves should be on the two sides of the Mizbeach when you carry it. So in other words, there's two rings on each side of the Mizbeach. There are staves that go through the two rings. And then it's used to carry the Mizbeach. Well, if the Mizbeach is that big and is solid, then it's going to be very hard to carry it. And remember we asked at the beginning, what about the issue of the type of Mizbeach we're supposed to build? And the last Pasuk brings both of those together. Nevuv luchot ta'aseoto. Nevuv means hollow. So you make it hollow boards, meaning the Mizbeach is a frame. It's not solid wood, it's a frame of wood, and it's hollow, and the bottom is empty. There's no bottom to it. And therefore what happens? You carry it, and then you build up dirt, and you place the Mizbeach over the dirt. So it is effectively a Mizbeach Adama. However, it looks a lot nicer, and it's got a clear-cut square cube, sort of cube, but square frame with a rise, <coughs> and uh, and with and it is all bronze. Kasher heraut chabahar kenya asu, and they should do it exactly as Hashem showed you on the mountain. That's what you should do, and that's the mizbeach. In the last podcast on Truma, we're going to look at the outside of the courtyard, the boundaries of the courtyard, which is the chatzar mishkan. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.